Hello and welcome to the Coastal Drone Co. podcast. My name is Ian. I know it's been a while since you've heard from us, but thanks for tuning in to us here in 2021. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for more frequent episodes where Mark and I will discuss current events, opportunities, products, and concepts, and interview industry experts about how you can achieve maximum return on your training and skill development with Coastal Drone. Now sit back and listen in as our current episodes are just about to start. Hello and welcome to the Coastal Drone Podcast. My name is Ian Wills. I'm the president here at Coastal Drone Co., Canada's most successful online drone training and certification provider. If you're looking to become a licensed drone pilot in Canada, you can visit us at coastaldrone.co to find out more information about our online, on-demand video training courses for beginners and professionals. Today we're talking with Mark Watkins, our recently hired operations manager, about buying a used drone. There's some exciting new drones coming out on the market this fall, but perhaps there's a great opportunity to save some money and cruise the marketplace for a sweet deal on a used drone. So before that though, let's introduce Mark properly and hear about his background and experience and what brought him to us at Coastal Drone. Go ahead, Mark. Hey there. So yeah, my name is Mark and uh, I've been a, a commercial airline pilot for about uh, eight to 10 years now. Um, aviation background goes back about 15. And uh, since COVID came around, I decided to uh, start my own business because I lost my uh, job temporarily as an airline pilot. And then uh, my, my interest and enthusiasm for dro- drones has grown since there. And um, yeah, and then I reached out to uh, the good people at Coastal Drones. And uh, since then I've uh, come on board as the operations manager. And uh, yeah, it's looking pretty interesting. Got a lot of interesting directions we can steer in the future. Awesome. Yeah, and it's been great having you on board. Mark brings quite a bit of experience in management and in logistics, and he's got a he's caught me out on a few mistakes here and there. So it's been great to have that kind of sounding board. So we're going to talk about used drones. Um, it's November second, twenty twenty one. Today, uh, it's I think it's three or four days from now. DJI is going to have a pretty big announcement, and I think at this point it's pretty clear everyone knows what it's going to be. It's going to be the Mavic three. Um, have you heard about the price of it, Mark? <laughs> have I? Yeah. Yeah. I heard the, uh, a rumor about the leaked price. Yeah. So I'm looking at it here right now. Um, it's starting at 13,800 yuan is what, uh, one of the websites here I see. Uh, I think that's 2,400 or 2,500 Canadian dollars to start. Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember. So the Mavic 2 Pro was launched in 2018, uh, I believe, or was it 2017? It's it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. And and so that drone, uh, up until now, you could buy for basically 1995. I think it was Canadian, two thousand dollars Canadian. Um, As far as I can tell, any retailers, it's out of stock. It's gone. So so they've basically like an apple they've pulled everything off the shelves and you're only going to be able to buy the new one so the conversation today that we're talking about is um is is it going to be worth like that that two thousand five hundred dollars i was talking about that's for just the drone i don't think there's any battery like extra batteries that's just the the one battery controller in the drone like there's a fly more combo probably and then there's uh rumors of a cine combo which comes with a special license for uh uh, and a video codec and the smart controller. And that one I think is going to be almost like $5,000. So uh, if you're just starting out and you're looking at a drone, 
is it is it worth spending all that cash right now to have the latest and greatest or is there an opportunity like we said in the the start of this to save some money and and look at something used on the marketplace so um what are kind of some tips that someone looking for a used drone would would want to be aware of and what kind of things should they be watching out for mark yeah for sure so uh that's a great introduction into the topic and um once you've made the decision that you're going to opt for a, a used uh, drone, one of the first things that you're going to have to try to figure out is where you're going to get this drone from. So, um, I mean, you've got you've uh, definitely got some good options online with uh, Facebook Marketplace, um, Craigslist, eBay. Um, but when it comes down to where you decide to buy it, um, I would lean towards uh, wanting to be able to physically see the drone. And um, so you're going to want to opt for uh, something that's going to be able to filter <laughs> your search results for local results. Um, so fa- Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist seem to be, I think, pretty good options in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason that I say that is because um, buying blind, just having seen something over the internet, leaves a lot up for debate or uh, up for uh, discussion as to the quality of what you're going to receive in the end. Right, you don't so, know what you're going to get necessarily. Yeah. No, no. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I would uh, I would want to make sure that I can take a, a look at the drone. Um, so if you've decided where you're going to buy your drone, or at least those are some options for places that you can look at, the next thing you're going to need to discuss or consider is uh, what accessories might come with the drone, because that's something that could really sweeten the deal. Okay. You know, like you were mentioning, if you uh, if you're spending twenty five twenty four hundred dollars just for a drone and a controller and a battery, that that's not a very good deal. And if that's what you're getting for a used drone. You're going to want to take that into consideration and maybe look for another option of the same model that meets your requirements, but that comes with like maybe some extra filters, maybe some extra propellers, maybe a carrying case. That type of that type of stuff can uh, help help make your dollars go a little bit farther. So, if I'm looking at a used drone, um, what are kind of things that I should be watching out for that that are, let's say, like life limited on a drone, right? Like what? Like when you look at a used car, you look at how many miles it's got and, and has it been in an accident or something. Is it similar for a drone? Like, like how can I figure out how much it's been used? For sure. Yeah, there's there's some some things that are just a given, like any moving parts, your propellers, for example. Those are going to wear down over time. You're going to get little chips off them and that type of thing. So you're going to want to make sure that you've got good propellers and make sure that you inspect the propellers of a used drone to make sure that they're in good condition. Um, but aside from that, you can also... Uh, uh, there's some tips and tricks that you can use to uh, check the battery health, how many times the battery has been cycled and charged, um, as well as how many times the uh, the camera has been... Uh, actually, sorry, what was it? I'm way off here. What was it that you can um, check on, on, on camera batteries? This is like, obviously... Yeah, no, I, we were talking about this earlier. Um, on batteries, one of the things you want to do is, is like you're saying, check for how many cycles, right? So how many times it's been fully discharged and recharged again. Right. And um, I'm, one of the ways to do it when you're when you're looking at the drone you're about to buy, if it's a DJI drone, for example, you can hold down the power button until it starts to flash. And then the number of flashes will be the percentage of life remaining. So if it's four flashes, it's somewhere between 75 and 100% life remaining. If it's only two flashes, then it's somewhere between 50 and 75% remaining. So it's it's probably about halfway through its life. Yeah. Um, I know you'd also, mentioned another one would be like physical inspection, right? Like what's what do you look at when we're talking about batteries here? What, what else should you be watching for on a battery? 
for sure. The um, you could also check the uh, the number of times that it's been cycled by uh, if you uh, launch the DG, DJI Go Four app. Okay. Uh, on the top right of the uh, the display, there's like the three horizontal ellipses. If you press that, you'll get a top down or a drop down menu that appears, and the fifth one down is like a little battery icon with an arrow pointing up. If you tap on that, that's your battery information. And at the bottom of that list, there's a, a, an item that comes up that says details. If you click on details, that'll tell you how many times that particular battery has been cycled. That's actually a good point. I just reminded me of another one. Um, in Fly app, on which is the Mavic Minis and the, the Air 2s and the Air 2S. So basically all the newer drones in the last two years have been on the Fly app, which is a 64-bit one. Um, I have more experience on the Fly app than on the Go4 app, but right. there is a, a cell voltage display on the batteries. So you can see all the cells and you can see if they're all within a certain amount of percentage. So if you've got, uh, let's say the pack has four cells in it and, and three of them are at 1.7 volts and the other and one of them's at 0.6 volts, well, you've got a bad battery pack because... One of your one of your cells is no good, and and the software will show it as green, 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 red, green, or something like that. So, it's it's really I, important to power the drone on, right, and yeah. and get into the app somehow. For sure. Actually, now that you mention it, the DJI Go Four app also has that function on the the penultimate page that I mentioned. So, if instead of clicking details on the page that's open when you would click details, that also gives you the cell health. So that's that's good to know there. Perfect. Um, yeah, and wasn't there a way that you can check the number of uh, uh, exposures a camera? I, I might be, this might be something that I'm making up. I'm not sure. I thought that there was a way that you could actually check the number of uses of a, uh, or exposures a camera has ha had as well. Oh, like a shutter count. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something whenever I buy used uh, digital cameras or sell digital cameras, right? You, you can install software and look at the shutter count. And there's probably an app. We should look at that and see if we can find something to put in the links afterwards. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know off top of my head anything that is for a shutter count. But one thing to be mindful of with the drones is they're electronic shutters. So they're not going to wear out the same as uh, a mechanical shutter. That said, the Phantom 4 Pro uh, is a mechanical shutter, so it's something that you might actually want to have an idea about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and also make sure that when you are deciding on which drone it is you're you're sort of in the market for, look at uh, look at what you're going to require for what it is that you're going to do. So if you're if you're thinking that you're going to get a get a drone and start doing some mapping missions, then you're probably going to want something with mechanical shutter, for example. That's a good point. Um, yeah, yeah. So I also mentioned you should uh, try to check out whether or not the um, accessories are still manufactured for your drone, because if you are going to want some filters or, or something that comes from the manufacturer and it's not produced anymore, that's obviously going to be a deciding factor. Um, but actually, going back to the condition of the drone, you should make sure that you take a really good look at it. Um, take your time with it. Uh, if the person's rushing you, it's probably the wrong person, because you want to look for any scratches, scuffs, uh, cracks, and these cracks, for example, they can be small. They can be very small, really hard to even see. So, um, but they can be an indication that there's been uh, some some stressful uh, conditions that the the drone has undergone uh, up until that point. So you want to want to take a look for that type of thing. One other good point there, and this came out as a kind of a campaign on the Mavic Air twos uh, and probably the other ones like 
kind of ask the the person selling it like how they fly like do they unfold the props before they fly it like have them show you how they would fly it um and do a demo flight right if you're going to buy it it's always a good idea to have the person do a demo flight for you if they're not comfortable with you because they don't know you they don't know if you can fly the drone or not but they should be comfortable enough to to do a demo flight for you and one thing to watch is if it's a folding prop drone do they unfold the props before they spin it up um if yeah. they don't it creates a, a resonance in the frame and can actually lead to stress cracks in the in the arms and eventually the arms will break off because it's all out of balance when it first spins up so it's good point. that's a very good point they may not know that they're not doing it right and they may not know that they're treating it poorly but it gives you an indication that if they're if they're not taking care of that that might be something to to either be aware of or look for or haggle them down on so yeah and it might be like a way of corroborating what they've told you about the drone up until that point and like you said it might not be intentional maybe they just weren't even aware that they're doing something improperly but if you see them doing it then you can have a pretty good understanding of how they probably you know operated in the past as well um yeah and then so i guess you know once you've taken a look at the the physical condition of the drone the battery um make sure that you turn it on uh things should be functioning properly you know if if you're in an area that allows it, you can even take it for a little flight and make sure that the controls are all operating properly and that the controls are the the signal is you know being sent and received properly. Um, so you, you're testing a whole bunch of things by doing that. You're making sure that the, the transmitter is working, uh, that the the airframe is good, that the propellers are generating the required lift, mm -hmm. the controls are working properly, and you're you're able to properly control the drone. So uh, it is pretty important to make sure you actually turn it on. Give it a little uh, a little whirl cool yeah and then uh once you're happy then um you know like you said you can start haggling down on price a little bit maybe uh make sure that the price that you're discussing is sort of matching the the reported mileage of, of what the drone supposedly went through versus what, what you are experiencing when you're looking at it make sure you're not getting uh get, getting fleeced yeah so probably yeah. a good point here would be like sources of pricing right so i find like i i do a lot of used buy and sell of random things like especially car parts or stuff like that but um ebay is always a good indicator of what something is worth right on the market yeah. demand and you, you kind of filter down by what's out there and what's available because i do find personally that uh Facebook marketplace is usually a little bit more, uh, ambitious on the pricing on the seller side. So, um, like we kind of go back to like the workhorse drone, right? If, if you're getting started in, in, and you want to save a buck on getting your drone business off the ground, um, me personally, right now, I would recommend probably two different drones. Uh, the Mavic two pro is where I personally kind of sit and the, Phantom 4 Pro, and, and I'll kind of list why for the two of them. Um, both of them have one-inch sensors, so the, they're up to this point the, the largest sensor you can get on a camera in a drone. The, the Mavic 2 Pro is a folding drone, right? So it's got very good portability. It's got good performance in the wind. It's got good stability. Um, it's one of the few that has a rotating gimbal so that it can actually correct for roll as well as uh, yaw and and for pan as well so or sorry rotating in the z-axis right so if the drone whips left or right it actually corrects for that whereas a lot of them don't it's just roll and pitch gotcha. <clears throat> and and more importantly 
a lot of the, the recent drones, and this kind of applies for both, like the reason I recommend the Phantom 4 Pro V2 and the, the Mavic 2 Pro is they, they both are still supported by the software development kit. So if you're trying to start a business and make some money running drones, um, you want to have the ability to do more than just use the DJI apps and fly these things manually. You want to be able to do some autonomous flights using mapping software like uh, Spexy or Drone Deploy or Maps Made Easy or Propeller or any of the other third-party suites that are out there. Um, at this point, a lot of the newer ones like the Air 2, Air 2S, the Mini 2, um, and, and most likely this new one, the Mavic 3, when it comes out, aren't going to be supported for quite some time. So if you're if you're buying this drone, planning on it being like the cat's pajamas when it comes to mapping, it, it probably will be quite some time, like six months, who knows. So, um, and then the reason I also recommend the Phantom 4 Pro V2, so like I said, they both have the really big sensor. They do, the Mavic does 10-bit color. It has an adjustable aperture. It does... Um, 4k uh, i don't think it does 60 frames a second but it does pretty much everything else and for it, it'll do 60 at 1080 i think so i i personally haven't run into too many situations where i needed that high frame rate but i think the phantom 4 pro does 60 frames a second and the phantom 4 pro has a mechanical shutter so if you're doing any kind of mapping um the mavic 2 will do it but you're gonna have more distortion if the drone is moving while it's mapping because it's like a flatbed scanner if you're born in the 80s and you see the line come down as you move the piece of paper accidentally, that scan is going to cause a distortion in the image. Whereas on the Phantom 4, it's an instant shutter, right? It opens and closes. So it gets the entire image all at once. So for mapping, that's great because the drone can still be moving forward at a small amount and capture a stabilized image. Huh. So. Hey, you mentioned that the uh, the Mavic had the uh, stabilized dead axis. Does the Phantom also do that, or is it just uh, a two axis gimbal? I'm not sure. That's a good question. We'd have to I'm check that. Either. I caught you off guard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I know that the fan the Mavic has that feature. I and honestly, I only figured that out uh, a little while ago. I don't fly the Mavic too much myself personally, so I just happened to notice on on forums there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So we're talking about those two drones like those are those are my picks um like what what should what should someone expect to pay for these things if we're looking on on the marketplace like what what do we think is a good deal and what what kind of things because like mavic 2 pro um like let's kind of focus on that one because that one's like the dual drone right there's a lot more people that fly mavics than than fly phantoms phantoms are really good for very specific things um, I think that like, if you're a jack of all trades, kind of drone pilot, you need to have a Mavic style drone in your bag, probably of some sort. Mm -hmm. They're, they're kind of all over the place. Like I'm looking on Facebook here and like, there's some that are 1200. There's some that are 2000 still. Jeez. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I tend to just, whenever I'm buying anything used, I, I tend to go and find out what, what the new price is. Uh, and then I shop around and just look at it, you know, sample cases, but, um, and, and compare, you know, what's off, what's on offer from one seller versus another seller and, uh, and, <laughs> and what they're, uh, what they're asking. But yeah, for, I guess in this case, you're on, uh, I'm eBay? on eBay right now. Okay. And I'm, so what I'm doing is I'm sorting 
for buy it now prices. And let's see here. Let's go buy it now. We're going Mavic uh, 2 Pro. Mavic 2 Pro. And and one thing to remember is um, there was a bundle that came with the smart controller. And the smart controller is, it's an integrated Android tablet controller. Um, it's it got a thousand nit screen, so it's super bright in daylight. And it has HDMI out, and it has a couple other features like extra. There's a 5D multi-way switch, so if you're doing like pro work or streaming or anything, it's actually really nice. That smart controller um, was somewhere around seven hundred dollars US, so a thousand dollars when it when it came out. But I'm seeing bundles here. I thought I just saw one for as low as fifteen hundred dollars Canadian. Which is on, Craig, on Craigslist, I've got a couple that are for fourteen hundred, and uh, I think I saw one that was worth. Or they're asking seventeen hundred. Yeah, that, so, comes with, that comes with seven batteries actually for uh, seventeen hundred, which that's, that's a lot of batteries. <laughs> a lot of batteries, but that's a pretty good deal for the batteries as well. Yeah, so like if there's that one, I'd probably want to know how many cycles those batteries have on it. If it's, yeah, for sure. If he's got seven batteries, that's probably someone's been using that thing quite a bit. I'm I'm fairly comfortable that the drones themselves, as long as there's no visual damage, um, I don't see how much you would really have to worry about wear. Right? It's it's more if if they've been crashed, they're gonna probably have problems. Yeah, but um, you would want to like pull the battery out, look at the warranty seal, make sure no one's like put a new skin on a, a drone that's been swimming, maybe yeah. Yeah, water sure. damage. Yeah. Um, another another thing to consider when you're talking about battery health is uh, the number of cycles doesn't tell the whole story because you know if you're really um, if you fly pretty conservatively and maybe you keep your batteries charged sort of between fifty and eighty percent pretty much all of the time you generally do pretty short flights yeah. then um you know charging your battery from 50 to 70 or 50 to 80 percent is is a lot more damaging to the battery than it is charging it from like five percent to 95 percent so um the number of cycles is it, it it's a a good indication but it doesn't tell the whole story yeah that's a good point yeah um and then i don't think we really talked about but props right it's um one thing to watch out for is is what kind of props it has on it are they the right props because there are lots of aftermarket options and i don't personally have any opinion on them i haven't really flown i've had maybe one or two experiences with aftermarket props and they weren't good but this was way back in the early days of drones and the props weren't very well balanced and so the drone basically was very twitchy and uncontrollable and like to fly away. So, and it was just not a good experience. So I, I've uh, steered clear of them personally since, but that was, uh, yeah, that was like five or six years ago. All right. But visually inspecting the props, um, you really want to make sure there's no cracks. Ideally, I, I personally, if I were buying a used drone, I'd probably just toss the props anyway and put new ones on. It's pretty cheap insurance. That's, yeah. um, that's exactly what I would do as well, actually. But uh, it's like what yeah. twenty dollars for props, something like that. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but they're not expensive. And no. like you say, you know, you're, you're saving a lot of money, so you know, you might as well try to retain the savings by making sure you don't crash your uh, your drone on one of the first flights. Yeah. 
Well, um, I think we've covered quite a bit on this. Like it's, it's really what it comes down to is making sure the drone works, making sure you get some sort of demo flight out of the seller, right? It, it, it really, this is an aircraft, right? It's, it's something that does something. It's not like when you go and buy a used laptop, you're going to have them show you the laptop at the coffee shop and you're going to, you're going to turn it on and hopefully do some stuff on it first to make sure it doesn't melt down as soon as you get home. Yeah. Um, and it goes the same with drones, right? You, you meet somewhere that's safe, that's in a, a basic environment so that he can fly it safely and get some, get some feel for it and make sure that you understand. Um, because like, just like buying anything else used, there's, there's not much you can go by on recourse, right? So you're saving. And, and for me personally, I, I would expect to, it's, it's kind of like half of retail right is kind of where i would be starting to negotiate pricing realistically um because these are tools right they're they're if someone was using it commercially it's it's probably not worth anything to them because they've probably incorporated into the cost of running their business and if they're personally using it and it's been sitting on a shelf well they probably want the newest version anyway so they're trying to recoup some costs from it and and it's the same as used cameras right used cameras usually depreciate so fast that uh if you're not necessarily cutthroat but aggressive on your offer you can probably get a decent price on it and 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 get a good camera that still runs well so yeah yeah for sure you know actually uh, i also uh i had a note here to talk about um also check whether or not uh the drone still has any warranty or if it's under warranty at all or or if it has a dji DJI Care Refresh program still implemented on it, then that that's another bonus that might uh, might save you if you ever end up having an accident down the road, or or if there's just a problem with it. Yeah, and it's transferable, right? So if you if it's within the first year, you can transfer it to the new owner, um, and then you actually have the option to renew it. So mm-hmm. you could you could buy it within the last month of the Care Refresh, and then renew that Care Refresh, and you get yourself another twelve months of warranty. And, and accident forgiveness for what sixty dollars seventy dollars depending on the drone yeah. so and actually on the regulation side of things i just uh, pulled up transport canada's say here and uh if you're going to be buying selling or transferring the ownership of a drone you're also um supposed to make sure that you give the new owner all of the appropriate documentation and that includes the owner's manual uh maintenance records and the records of any modifications that were made to the drone so sort of covering up on the regulatory angle there as well, which is at least partly why I was hired. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's a very good point, right? So we talked, uh, it's kind of off a little bit, but um, modifying the drone, right? If there's any evidence of, uh, and that's something I actually, we're talking about, like if you're buying a sub 250, like a mini, and it's got a wrap on it, well, mm. it, there's a good chance it's not actually a sub 250 gram drone. Right. It, that wrap could cause it to be 251 or 252 grams. So legally that drone now needs to be registered and you need to have a, a pilot certificate in order to fly it. So mm-hmm. there's this whole category of drones. Like if you're buying something used, we, we're just talking about like kind of workhorse drones, the, the Mavic 2 Pro, which that's a given. You need to have a basic or an advanced pilot certificate to fly it. But um, there's the whole micro sub 250 category that if you buy it and they've got a bunch of accessories on it like landing gear or prop guards or stickers or lights that's not a a micro drone anymore and you do need to operate it in the same kind of rule set 
Mm -hmm. So, and actually on, on that angle, you should also then um, check the uh, safety declaration of the drone because I don't believe any sub 250 uh, drones are, are on the safety declaration to allow you fly to fly near people because they don't need to be, but if it gets bumped up into a basic or advanced category drone, then you might not be able to fly that within 30 meters of people at that point as well. But that would require a little bit of research. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to look up your drone that you're purchasing. If it's a, if it's a now modified drone, there's a very good chance that it doesn't have a safety declaration. So it, that means that it can't be used for advanced operations until you go through the process of doing that, which is quite an expensive and arduous process because you're now the manufacturer of that drone if you're modifying it. So. Yeah, 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 interesting. Honestly, I don't even know how, how, how to begin uh, with with where that would go, but yeah. It's probably another episode. I think yeah, that one's a good one go. to end it there. <laughs> Kick it down the road. All right, well, thank you very much for tuning in and listening. Um, if you haven't got a drone license already, and you're looking to get your basic or advanced pilot certificate, we're definitely the place to check out. You can go to coastaldrone.co and find us on the web, or you can find us on social at Coastal Drone Co. Um, my name's Ian, and this is Mark, and we're really appreciative of your time today. And if you got any questions, you can send us an email as well at info at coastaldrone.co. And have a nice week. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.